Hi, I'm Mary Markham, and you're listening to the Starting Over Inspirational Visions podcast, where guests share their starting over journey and how their experiences and messes turned into beautiful, powerful messages. Today's guest, Christine Bannister, is a tenacious force of truth and life. She has a background in emergency services, is a keynote speaker, teacher, and author, and communicates with genuine passion and a kick in the pants kind of love. She has, as she describes, survived a 26 year career beginning as a firefighter and EMT, 911 dispatch, supervisor while supporting others in stress management and peer support. Today, she will share her amazing journey and how her journey led her to becoming a certified courage coach specializing in trauma support. All right, good morning, everyone. I am super excited. This guest today, I love her to death. Um, Christine Bannister, thank you so much for being here. How are you today, my friend? Hi, Mary. Good morning. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. I mean, I'm the blessed one. Um, Christine has such an incredible story. Um, there's so many facets of her life that are so inspiring. Um, you will want to definitely listen to the end um, because you're going to walk away with so many takeaways. I'm, I'm so, so excited about this. Um, but with all of my guests, before we begin sharing the story, I always like to find out how you start your day to get clear and ready to begin. So what do you do? Yeah, for me, it's, I think it's a little bit different than most people. I am typically up very early in the morning. I, um, work a job at, at the 911 center here for Waukesha County and my shift starts at 6 a.m. So typically I'm waking up between 4 and 4.30 in the morning and um, you know the beauty in that is that it's very quiet and very peaceful and everyone else is asleep. Um, the challenge is that it's very dark <laughs> and sometimes mm -hmm. very hard to wake up but in that quiet and in that peace um, I find you know, space to just breathe and process, mentally process before I get on my phone or, you know, start listening to something as um, we all know that the world comes at us, right, pretty fiercely throughout the day and it just never ends. Um, and so, you know, starting my day in that peace and really being able to hear God's voice and, and like, okay, Lord, what do you, you know, what do you have for me today? What do you want me to do today? Um, you know, who are you going to connect me with today? Uh, that's a really sweet, sweet space to be in. Oh, I love that. What a great way to begin your day. And really, I mean, it's like just hearing you say that is just very peaceful. Talk about living in the present moment, right? Yes, being present. Yeah, yeah. So as this podcast, we talk about starting over topics, because we're always starting something over. So what is your newest, greatest starting over <laughs> topic that you would like to share with our guests? Yeah, I, I was thinking about this and really praying about um, what to share and how to share it. And I think what's important 
and what I, you know, what I want people to hear is that um, starting over can can be a couple different things. Um, starting over can happen a couple different times, uh, and that's happened to me in my life. As starting over can be a one day decision, and the next day you begin a new journey. Um, it can also be, you know, a marathon of small little steps, like just doing the next right thing today because it's all you can do. Um, and I've I've been able and blessed to. Uh, have all of those starting overs in my life. I, um, early on in my 20s, uh, worked a great career and ended up meeting a man and getting married, having um, two children. And unfortunately, um, you know, there were a lot of challenges that ravaged our marriage and um, it quickly came to an end. Um, so in that space of not only starting over as a, a married woman, and a mother. Um, I then subsequently had to start over as a single mom mm -hmm. and a divorced woman um, and just dealt with a lot of, of challenges and emotions in that space. And that was over a decade ago. Um, so now I have, uh, you know, changed and grown. My life is very different than it was back then. And I find myself in the space of starting over again. Uh, mm -hmm. I am in this beautiful um, season now where my children are teenagers and need me far less than they used to, right? They need me in different ways and they need money. <laughs> All those fun things, but they, they just need me in different ways. And so we're, we're starting over as a family, you know, a new season. Um, I'm, I'm starting a new, uh, business. I'm about to launch my life coaching, um, courage coaching, uh, business, Christine Jean coaching. And I'm just so excited about already how God is opening doors and using me to speak truth and life into people. It's just absolutely amazing. So he's uh, blessing me with, with new opportunities that are coming. And then I um, have started dating. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in my forties and haven't dated for a very, very long time, but um I'm starting over with, with love and trying to figure that out again. And, and who I am now is so different than who I used to be when I dated in my twenties, um, that that has been a beautiful, you know, starting over moment as well. Wow. There's a lot. See, I told you she's amazing. And there's a lot of starting over topics. I love that because you've really kind of set the tone of this journey and you know, married, single, divorced, new season as a family. I, I just love that. And congrats on your courage coaching. Um, that's you. super exciting. And I'm sure I'm confident that um, you will be helping so many people. Um, so what specifically out of your starting over journey um, would you like to talk about that's really helped you to be who you are today? The, the topic that comes to mind now, I mean, there's so many, but like you said, right, what, what has helped me to be where I am today? The topic that comes to mind is trauma. Mm. Um, what I, what I have learned through the years is that I learned early on in life 
to um, to shrink, to shrink back, to be quiet, to just accept what was given to me, to settle um, and be thankful and you know be content, which there, there's beauty and grace in all of that. Um, but on the flip side, right, there's some really dysfunctional process and really uh, just dysfunctional thinking in that. Um, it took me a really long time to find my voice. And so as a 45 year old woman now, digging in and being, you know, intentional and assertive to find my life again and really understand who I am and where I came from so that I can continue to grow and evolve. I am learning how trauma plays such a huge role in how we process information and how our body functions, um, not only from a mental and emotional perspective, but from a very physical perspective as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have said before, trauma doesn't get better, it gets buried. Oh, trauma doesn't get better. It gets buried. And we, we tend to bury trauma. It's this dirty thing that nobody wants to acknowledge and nobody wants to talk about. Right. Because if I say it out loud, then it's real. And, um, what I'm learning through years of, um, I have been through my career blessed to have been certified and, and working as a, a peer supporter, in the 911 system and then in just emergency response in general. And then I've also led and been a supporter in uh, critical incident stress management. Um, And it's just been so amazing to walk with people through some of the darkest moments and darkest days of their lives and memories and challenges, both mentally and physically. Um, And what I have learned through all of that is that we bury trauma. And when we bury it, it becomes almost like a little monster inside us, right? That keeps growing and raging and growing and raging. Um, And as we feel that growth and that rage, we put more stuff on top of it to keep it quiet, right? Where we keep putting the lid on top of the can of worms. But the beautiful thing is, is that um, that's actually not the way to handle it. It's not, it really isn't. And when we, when we call trauma out and we say it for what it is, we, we talk about it for what it is, it takes the power away from what it has done and what it has become. Yeah. So what, um, would be like just a few tips that you would share with someone to help, or what would be step one, if somebody keeps burying all of this trauma Um, maybe the better question is, how do you get that unburied? Unburied, yeah. That's a great question, Mary. I I think it's a question that we very often just avoid. Yeah. Right, because it is easier to avoid. I would encourage, I would encourage anyone that um, is recognizing trauma in your life. And, and, you know, trauma is a tough word. Let's just talk about that a second, because very often we have this um, uh, idea or word picture in our head of trauma, which is like, um, you know, somebody fell out of the tree and their leg is broken. There's blood everywhere. That that's traumatic. Or they've been through a very rough and emotional and traumatic divorce right? But trauma can actually come in so many small little forms that um, we don't always associate the word trauma with 
challenges or surprises that have occurred in our life. Um, I've met people and helped them walk through, you know, the death of a spouse, mm -hmm. which was even, um, you know, one of the women that I uh, assisted through that space, you know, it was a, a known thing and, and she knew her husband was going to pass and, and still it was extremely traumatic for her um, in so many levels. And so trauma can just, it can come in a lot of different packages, right. um, big, little and everything in between. And so when we talk about, you know, how to deal with it or how to, you know, what is the, the first step? What is the next right thing to do? I think an, an acknowledgement or just uh, taking time to, like you mentioned before, be present, be real with yourself, get real. Um, very often when I, when I meet with people and, and walk with them through something, what I find is that we're not always honest with ourselves mm -hmm. and we can avoid and justify. And, and trust me, there's no judgment here. I I'm right yeah. there with you. I have avoided a thousand million things in my life, um, but I but I'm choosing not to anymore, yeah. um, and I think that's the beauty of growth and evolving, right? Is you can you can choose something better when you learn, and so um, I've arrived at that space where I choose something better, and I'm not going to avoid anymore, and I'm gonna I'm gonna name it, and I'm gonna call it out for what it is, and deal with it in a way that can make me stronger and make me healthy. Uh, yeah, and that that's where your strength grows. Yeah, it's really about perspective. Because like you said, as you define trauma in so many ways, you know, what is traumatic for one person isn't going to have that same level for someone else. It's their mm -hmm. perspective. Mm -hmm. So and as a courage coach, too, I can see how and and your past experience. Um, through being working for the county and 911 I I'm sure you've seen and done it all yourself so how have you kind of like what are some of the steps that maybe you've taken um, along your personal journey to help you um, with some of those traumatic experiences yeah I I'll be really honest, Mary, I, looking back now, I did it the wrong way. Okay. I, I, um, I avoided and justified and um, ignored my own cries for help for a really long time. Um, and it got to the point where I was avoiding so deeply that I was filling my schedule with a thousand things mm -hmm. and I was so busy and so crazy that I just never had time to stop and breathe and think. And it just, it made it easy, it made it easy to just avoid those hard things that kept creeping up and creeping up. Um, and I'm certainly not saying that's the right thing to do, but I think a, a lot of us do that, right? We keep ourselves so busy yeah. that we just never have time to sit and think. And um, eventually my, my can of worms exploded and I didn't have a choice anymore. My body and my brain said, um, we are hurting and you're not listening. Yeah. And so we, we are <laughs> revolting, right? So you don't have a choice now and you have to take care of us. And I would not recommend that course of action. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. That's great advice. 
I would not recommend it. But thankfully, God was very gracious to me in my journey of rebellion and avoidance. And he um, lined me up with amazing people, amazing resources. Um, I had coaches, I had counselors, you know, I was learning a lot about trauma, emotions, uh, PTSD, right? Um, chronic stress that produces this post-traumatic stress um, engagement to start happening and occurring in your body. And that's another word, right? That we have a lot of, I think, misconceptions about. Um, you, can, you can get PTSD from so many different things. Um, and it's really, it's, you know, when your body is struggling to process and then deal with abnormal circumstances for over, you know, a lengthy period of time. I think it's four weeks is usually the general. Mm -hmm. That's when you start to see PTSD set in, you know, when you're still having trouble sleeping, you're not eating right. Your body's either retaining weight or losing weight rapidly. Um, you know, you, you don't want to do the normal things you're isolating or you're very um, hypervigilant you know, or exact, I had, I remember when I was in that state, one of the things that was very significant for me was that I would cry all the time. And I'm not, I'm not a crying kind of person, not yeah. that I never cry, but just, it yeah. was so odd. I just couldn't, my body was just like, so, so maxed out. Um, and, you know, there, there was this space finally for me to just meet with some really good people and they taught me these amazing tools and techniques. And so I would say, you know, one of the first things to do is just go talk to somebody, just talk to somebody, talk to someone that you um, not only can trust, but someone that knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Right? And I think that's the difference between like going to coffee with your girlfriend or a friend of yours or talking to another guy at work or you know, these kind of things, like talk to somebody that knows what they're dealing with, that knows how to deal with trauma. Um, that can recognize things and help you to um, see them for what they are, because the truth of the matter is, right, um, you need someone that's going to, to tell you the truth. Mm. Yeah, that's really key. I love that because, you know, it, before I've talked a lot about, um, you know, different coaches, but there's, a, there's always something in our life that we're dealing with that really sets aside, is this something that we need to see a counselor for? Is this something for a coach? But yeah. the key to all of that is seeing someone that specializes in whatever it is. Yes. So that's really key. Thank you for that. And um, yeah, at the end, maybe you could share some resources or you, you can give it and then I can put those links in the show notes later sure. too. Um, for people that, you know, are listening and struggling, but they don't know where to go. They don't know who to reach out to. So mm -hmm. definitely we'll have that information at the end. Yeah. So, um, so somebody that's really struggling and listening to this, um, okay. You said, you know, they should talk to someone they know or trust. Um, what if they just are too afraid? Like, What's something internally or mentally that they, or emotionally that they could do to help them break that fear to make that phone call? The, the, the line that pops to my mind immediately yeah. is that fear is a liar. Mm. 
fear is a liar. And fear kept me chained up for a really long time in so many areas of my life, including the area of this, right, of my mental health, yeah. um, my physical health. And fear is a liar. We, we very often get so stuck on, oh my gosh, I'm afraid. Oh my gosh, this is uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, this is hard, or I'm not going to know what to do. And, and I think there's a couple components to that. Number one, you don't always need to have all the answers. Sometimes all you need to do is just take the next right step. Yeah. Just do the next right thing. That's it. Right. And, and then once you get there, then the next door is going to open and the next opportunity is going to open. So there's that. Um, I think the other thing too, is that we very often try to avoid uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And, and what I learned is that as I was avoiding these uncomfortable feelings, or I was avoiding my emotions, we uh, avoid our emotions. Um, we, we've, like I said before, right? We give them more power than they deserve. They yeah. become this great big monster than them we don't want to deal with. But the reality is, is it's a word, it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, I learned that as you lean into, you can lean into the uncomfortable and you can feel the feeling that when you do that, you can process through it and then it can be gone. It can be done rather than carrying it around all the time, like this dirty thing on my back or this, this just horribly uncomfortable moment or feeling that I just don't want to deal with and I'm just going to keep avoiding. You're, yeah. you, you're carrying it around all the time. And so that really, um, you know, that's the other part of it. I think that uh, naming your emotions and one of the things I want to say about that, that is significant in my journey is, um, you know, I've worked in emergency services for 26 years. I started when I was 19 years old. I, um, I've been a firefighter, a paramedic, 911 dispatch. I worked in the ER. Um, you know, I've, I've just been blessed to have an amazing career. And through all of that, right, I was, it was necessary for me to silo my emotions, it was necessary for me to be able to disconnect and work and function and be able to make split second decisions over and over and over again so that I could help and, and be safe and save people's lives and, you know, all kinds of things. So it was very necessary for me in those moments. But what I found and realized was that the skills that I used to silo those emotions were hurting me in this mm. whole other area of my life this whole other side of my life of living and loving and feeling. And I got to this point as a 40 year old woman where I, I couldn't even name the emotion that I was feeling. It was, I was so disconnected from it mm. and not that I was a zombie or a monster. I mean, I yeah. was still right. Very loving and caring. And I had emotions. I just, I was mentally just so disconnected from myself and as I learned to name them and really dig into like, okay, well, what am I feeling? Okay, well, why is that the truth? You know, I have also realized that how we feel about things isn't always the truth about things. Mm -hmm. And that really has been a, a huge revelation, not only in my own life, but as I'm coaching people and walking with people through some um, processing of information. It's just the way we feel about things is not always the truth about things. Yes. Amen, sister. <laughs> and I always say like when I'm coaching is, um, you know, 
where is that feeling? Where in your body is it coming, right? And acknowledge it, just what you're saying. Acknowledge that emotion, acknowledge what part of your body and why. And then you can go through that process, but you can't grow unless you are uncomfortable is what I believe. Yes. So that's where we grow and learn, right? Yes. And I, I agree with perspective, right? How you define a word and your perspective on that process yeah. is extremely relevant to how your body will um, value mm. what it is, right? Um, stress, for instance, or the feeling of being uncomfortable. You can decide, you can decide and say, being uncomfortable or being stressed out or having confrontation. That's a huge thing that I coach people through is like these moments of confrontation because everybody or conflict, right? Everybody avoids God. I don't like conflict. I don't like confrontation. I don't like these, these uncomfortable feelings, but the quicker we face them, right. Which really is just looking in the mirror um, and we name them and then say, okay, I'm going to sit with this and I'm going to, I'm going to decide that this is a positive thing. I'm going to decide that I'm going to allow this to motivate me mm. to grow and learn, evolve. I'm going to, I'm going to allow this to motivate me to have a conversation that is real and truthful and loving, but is really hard. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to allow this feeling to motivate me to go make the right decision. And in that space, we become very powerful we become very powerful. It's, it's you taking your power back um, yeah. instead of, right, allowing this thing out here in the universe to dictate what I will and will not do. Um, you, you become very powerful in those moments of decision and deciding. Yeah. Uh, one word that came as you were talking was acceptance. Mm. Accepting everything that you're feeling and what you're going through. I love that. Um, wow, you have hit so many key points today. Um, it's just amazing. So what is it that you love the most about what you do? Mm. Oh, that that's easy, Mary. That's so easy. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad I got an easy yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a hit it out of the park question. I, I love what I do. I love um I love that I love that God has prepared me and has strengthened me to walk through the fire with people. I have this uh, and and I quite frankly I don't even understand it, but I just I have this keen sense of realness and truth um and you know there's no judgment here and I can just step into this space with people, like the worst moments, the worst days, the worst trauma. Um, and I can, I can just hold this space with people and, uh, and I, and I absolutely love it. And what I have found is that the reason I love it is because truth defends itself. Number one, right. Truth defends itself. Feelings, um, are not always real. And so in that space, we find truth. And, um, and when you walk through it and you choose to do the work and you say, okay, let's do it. Let's dig in, let's figure it out. I, I want to keep moving. Right. Again, that's where the power is. Mm -hmm. you, you, you grab your life back and you say, 
this is me being intentional and this is me taking the next right step. And that's where the power is. And it's such a beautiful place in my heart to be able to serve people in that way and to be able to help them figure it out. Um, it's just, I, I love it. I love every moment of it. Yeah. yeah, I can hear that in your voice. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, you definitely have um, quite the journey of expertise to help you along. Um, I really love how you've shared that, um, you know, when you recognize that those skills were hurting you and that was a turning point. And I love how God prepared you. Um, someone shared with me, um, you know, when we're questioning, like, why is it that we do what we do? And, 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 and you go through all this stuff and all these trials and tribulations and trauma experiences. And you're like, okay, but here we are as coaches, like, okay, why, why must we go through this? Can't we just go and help somebody? Mm -hmm. And a dear friend, coach friend of mine, um, she's like, you know, I had this conversation with God and said, why, you know, and he answered because you asked for it. And it's like, what do you mean? I asked for it. I have to prepare you. How can you help someone else if you haven't gone through it yourself? Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, every coach counselor, whoever it is that you go to, to help each one is different because we all have a different journey. And what you've gone through, yes, I mean, in hindsight, you're like, oh, I wish I could have done things different, but maybe not, right? Because right. God prepared you for who you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I can see, I can, I can look back, I'm sure like you too, Mary, right? You can look back now on the moments and the seasons of your life yeah. and you can see the beauty that comes from even the worst of them. Um, and I can see now too, how God has prepared my children, how my family, you know, my parents have been a huge support system to my kids and I, and helped me raise my kids, you know, and even how God utilized us as this huge inconvenience and huge change in their life plans to even help them grow and learn and stay young, right? <laughs> They're helping me chase my kids around. Um, but there's beauty in all of that. And, and of course, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't yeah. change a thing. And even now, like I said, as I'm starting over, I feel like a huge season of pain and trauma is ending for me. And this beautiful season of new beginnings is starting. Um, even as I am in this amazing dating relationship with um, my new boyfriend, Aaron, and we're, you know, talking about moving our relationship forward and really starting a life together. And, and even in that, we both say, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I wish we would have met earlier. I wish this, or I wish that. Yeah. And then we just wipe all that away. Like, no, you know, who we are today and the way we fit today and, and this beautiful life that God is, is preparing for us is yeah. because of what we went through. It is because of the bad decisions we made and where we ended up. And, and so there's just, again, the, like the way we look at stress, right? Like the way we look at bad decisions and consequences, it's okay, then, you know, use it as a firm foundation to keep um, moving forward. Yeah. What a beautiful statement. And you're right. I mean, I'm so excited to witness 
I get to witness your journey and I love that. I am super excited. And so congrats on your new relationship, your new career. It's like, right. Like some of the conversation was heavy for a while and now it's like, it just feels so light and fresh and new. And so, yeah, Yeah. because that's where you're headed. It is. Yes, it is where we're headed. And it is beautiful when you can, uh, you get to that space of freedom, like I said before, and, and a huge part of that is just dealing with what you need to deal with, you know, kind of walking through the shit storm. It just, you got to do it. You have to do it and you can avoid it forever and be in that miserable space or you can just, you know, you put, you put your armor on and you warrior up and you just say, okay, who do I need walking next to me? What, what is the voice that I need to hear and listen to, you know? who's going to be my support system as I keep moving forward. And I, um, I was blessed to have a, a great support system that not only helped me and spoke life into me through my, my valley, my journey of mm-hmm. craziness, um, but they also taught me how to surround myself with the right people the right network of, of men and women and, you know, warriors and others that are challenging me to evolve. The people in my life are not all people that are like, oh, you're great and everything's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> no, you know, these, there are a number of people that are really challenging me consistently to yeah. like, but are you really doing your best? Are you really using your skills, Christine, the way you should be using them? Are you really helping people at the level you should be helping or should you be doing more? Should you be doing yeah. this differently? And so, um, you know, they have, they have challenged me and they continue to, which is great. It's a blessing. A huge that, blessing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I love your warrior up. <laughs> Hit your armor on and warrior up. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you then with that. So do you have like one to three encouraging tips that you want to leave with the audience today? Ooh, that's a good one, Mary. I, I have a little post-it note. I wish I could take a picture of it and, and show it to all the listeners. I have a little, I have a million post-it notes. Let me be real. I'm post-it note fanatic and I write them out for everyone. I'm like constantly doodling little things and leaving them out. But I have one on my desk right in front of me that I look at every single day. um, And it says, trust your journey, Mm. trust your journey. And it is valuable to me because like I said, the journey isn't always easy but there is value in every moment of it and every part of it. And so God continues to push me into trust. Just trust this journey is getting you where you need to go. The second thing that I would love to send people off with is remember why you started. Mm. Very often, um, not only in life and in a season of life, but even when we choose to step into our past or trauma and really say, okay, I'm going to do the work. This is really hard. Um, It's easy to get lost in that, that space of emotion. It's easy to get lost in the space of pain um, and forget why we started. And so there's a, there's a discipline to this intention right? It's setting an intention every day of like, I am going to do this. I'm going to be okay. Right. I'm going to keep stepping into truth and I'm going to remember why I started and where Mm -hmm. I'm going. And, uh, that has helped me. It's so many uh, uncountable, uncountable moments that that has helped me. Um, and I think the last thing 
that I'd love to share. And uh, I know somebody needs this because I've needed it so often um, is to, to, to be brave, mm -hmm. to be brave and to know your truth. Um, truth is a huge, huge part of how we get real with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Truth is a huge part of how we keep stepping into, you know, what's next. And um, not only getting real with the people around us, but just looking in the mirror every day and saying, you know, am I being real with myself or am I lying to myself? Yeah. And how do I, how do I step into that truth? Um, and if, you know, if, if you're listening and you need somebody to step into that truth with you, I, I can do that. I am willing and, uh, capable of, you know, um, not only stepping into it with you, but sometimes grabbing your hand and pulling you along through that truth. Um, yeah. because, and we, we all need that space sometimes. So, uh, be brave, know your truth. Yeah. And she definitely will help you get unburied. <laughs> Give her that opportunity. <laughs> yes. So if there was one before we share with people how to, to connect with you, is there like a message that you specifically would love the world to, to always remember you by? Whew. I've said so much already, Mary. I know you have. It's so, <laughs> you know, I, I think I know this answer actually, because it's, it's something that you have always said since the day I met you and you just shared it with the audience. So it kind of came to my mind after I asked the question, but um, I didn't know if there was one other thing that maybe. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, what you just said, be brave. Be brave. Because you're brave. And you have overcome so many things. Mm -hmm. And in order for you to always go along that journey, no matter how buried you felt, mm -hmm. you had to be brave to get to yes. the next. Yes. So that's how I look at you as this Aww. incredibly brave woman. Thank you. So... Thank you. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think that really is the essence of so many messages that I have for people be brave. Uh, and if you if you can't find yours, then call me and I'll borrow you mine for a little bit. You know, I, 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 I didn't always um, have mine. And I think that the, the beauty of brokenness is just that, that, you know, it's easy to sit on a podcast and say, hey, you know, face your truth and deal with your emotions. But the reality is that it's really hard. And I get that. I, I'm not trying to pretend like this journey is easy. And, and the reason I know is because I've done it. Like you said, I've done the work and mm -hmm. it took me over a decade and it's yeah. been excruciating. It was challenging. I'm sure my family can speak to that, watching me go through it and my friends supporting me through that. And it, it was excruciating and yeah. And I'm sure I wasn't pleasant, you know, for a long time, but um, the beauty of it is that all those things make you better, right? They, they challenge you to keep growing and then you're brave, right? This, this beautiful, brave uh, spirit grows and gets bigger. And like I said, then you get to borrow some away, right? Yeah. You get to, to, to lavish other people with your bravery and then, um, and it helps their bravery grow. So absolutely. Yep. Like I started this podcast 
that there was going to be so much <laughs> valuable information that Christine was going to share. And she did that and more. Um, there's so many takeaways. Um, you know, I think one of the other besides being brave is do not avoid any longer, you know, reach out to someone. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're feeling buried, um, talk to someone, mm -hmm. get in contact with Christine. Um, yes. she's an incredible resource herself and I will definitely put her resources, but where can the audience best connect with you, Christine? Yeah, I, I have a couple ways that people can connect with me. I am on Facebook. So I have Christine Jean Coaching uh, on Facebook. I've also got an Instagram account and, and post um, some videos on there and some encouragement on there. Um, so you can DM me on either of those. Um, I have a, a website that is being built as we speak nice. and we'll be launching. Yep. So that'll be Christine Jean Coaching. Um, and that'll be hopefully going up in the next couple of weeks. Nice. Um, yeah. So those are the best ways. And we can um, put links to all of those things, you know, out if that's your information. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't thank you enough again for all the wonderful things that you have shared with our audience today. So thank you. Thank my you friend. so much for having me, Mary. I appreciate it so much. I'm, I'm blessed to know you. And um, it's been a huge blessing that I feel like God has kind of, uh, you know, put us on another collision course together, which <laughs> is great. And um, I'm excited to see how um, we're going to serve together in the next couple months. And, um, you know, just praying about how do we, how do we get, how do we get men and women together? How do we help them to, you know, uh, teach each other to grow and learn and um, yeah. So thank you so much. I'm excited for you and your podcast and all the amazing things you're doing as a coach as well. You. Um, you know, it's just exciting to see. And, um, yeah, so I just, I wanted to offer too to uh, any of your listeners that is in need of a coach that, um, it, you know, is something that I can help with, or you feel like our personalities would connect in any way, um, that I would just offer a discount for anybody listening to the podcast. So just mention the podcast when you book with me or email me or connect with me on the DM. Um, and I'll, I'll shoot out a little discount. And I think Mary, it's important to tell your listeners too, just about our relationship as coaches. There's so many of us that, you know, we, we very often refer people back and forth um, you know, that you and I, there's no weirdness between us. Oh. As we're both coaching, but there's no competition here, right? Absolutely like, not. The right people will come to me and, and I, of course, will refer the right people to you with your specialties. And so just so the, just so your listeners know, and, you know, we're, we're so supportive of each other that there, there's no competition here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the beauty. And that's kind of like what I talked about earlier. It's, it's, you have to know, like, and trust the person that you're talking to. Um, you, you have to resonate. You, and, you know, that's why, I, I, although I've gone through trauma, I haven't gone through like what you have and the skills. I don't have those skills. So um, I would reach out to you to talk to you about certain things. And, um, you know, for me, it's, you know, helping people to find their value and helping them through their midlife changes or life after divorce, you know, blended family. Um, those are my specialties. So yeah, you're right. I mean, whatever is in plans for our journey and next steps, I look forward to it. So 
thank you again. And I will have all these links and everything in the show notes. And please reach out to, to Christine. She is a blessing and she will help you along your journey. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Mary. I hope this episode taught, inspired, or gave you hope along your starting over journey. Subscribe today to stay connected. Make a difference by sharing this episode with someone who needs to hear this message. And be sure to check out my website at maryamarkham.com. And remember, start over today by being kind, be you, live, laugh, and love. Until next time. Thank you.